Hey there, Jilted Indian podcast listeners. This is Miranda. Wanted to let you know that this is a re-edit of our original episode, part two of Sex, Lies, and Daisy Dating. After listening to the original edit, we decided to tighten up our message. The conversation was actually three hours long originally. We were drinking a lot of alcohol, and when you put hot button issues with alcohol you end up with an inaccurate expression of your opinion sometimes. And we wanted to be upfront about this. We will address all of the things that we said, but in another episode and with a lot more context and less slurring. So without further ado, here is our episode of Sex, Lies, and Daisy Dating Part 2. Thanks for listening. You know, we can talk about like for two hours. For two hours, when I mean, first of all, when women get together, we could talk for two hours about boys and sex. Anyway, anyway yeah. and, you know, easily. Um, this is just a carafe of mimosas on a Sunday for me. But um, <laughs> or bourbon. Speaking of which, yeah. are there more mimosas? I, I started with one no this morning. Anju has so much liquor, you guys. But no champagne. <laughs> Look, my father taught me that I should have a fully stocked bar for when I have guests. Way to go, Dad. It's good hosting. And exactly. P.S. listeners, now you know that we've recorded three sessions in each of our homes. So you welcome. Yes. Welcome to Andrew's home. Yes, I am. Um, okay, so the final question to pivot. Real quick, I'm going to ask you, would you get married? And under what conditions would that partner have to be for you to say? Amazing I'm going to lock it down. That is a great question. Okay. So let's. Yeah, um, I was not warned. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So since I asked, I'll give you guys a second to think. And uh, because I came up with a question, I Please obviously do. have thought about yeah. it. <laughs> I don't believe in the institution of marriage, but I believe in long-term commitment. And when we do talk about the Rebecca Traster book, um, for listeners, you need to tune into that. Uh, I'll go more in depth about it. To me, marriage is is not something I want, but I could see myself long term being committed to somebody. Next, okay. I want to talk about how I agree with Pooja. I'm not a big believer in the institution of marriage. I feel like marriage is only for tax purposes, mm-hmm. and then I also think marriage is to keep women down. Like I think that everything that we understand about marriage. Up until, like, the feminist movement started changing shit 100 years ago. And we'll uh, talk you, about that with the Rebecca, Rebecca Tracer's Tracer's book. Tracer's And I read Rebecca Tracer's book. It goes book. back more than that. It goes back years. more than that. But I mean, like, the, the real... Of time. <laughs> the, yeah, right. The big, the big, big, big changes that occurred in the past 100 years. I feel like the institution of marriage has only been held in place. And the wedding industry has only been held in place to keep women down. So I just don't fucking understand why I should get married unless I run into somebody who's like, hey, do you want to save money? I like you. Do you want to save money? And I'm like, you know what? I want to save money too. And I like you enough. Let's do this. Maybe. I'm saying maybe. That's why I might enter into marriage. But marriage and the ideal of a partnership, I don't know. that. I can't even imagine that being a thing for me. I can't even imagine being in a marriage because... I my only example of a marriage were my parents and I know for fucking certain I don't want what my parents had 
Your parents had an arranged marriage? Mm, barely. They chose each other, but it, but my, I, I don't want that. I don't want that. My parents had an arranged marriage. <laughs> yeah. For 37 years. Yeah. And it was rocky because my parents are 10 years apart. We're yeah. 10 years apart. And, I, and I'm 20 years apart from my mom, 19 years apart from my mom. So it's like I grew up with my mom as an example of this is what happens when you get married and, and don't have an option. And my mom is my fucking hero. Like, you guys don't understand. Like, she's my hero. And to watch... And to realize now as an adult, like, my mom could have been amazing if she was allowed to be, you know? And I feel like they allow me to be amazing, and I don't want to not be, you know? And, and, yeah. and to, to me, marriage would, marriage would prevent me from being amazing. I think a lot of first-generation Indian women have the same feelings about their mother. Like, mm-hmm. I know your sister probably does. Um, uh, I do. <laughs> like, my, I, my mother, again, is my fucking hero and so is my father you know Mm -hmm. i i respect and admire them so much and i would never want what they have Mm -hmm. and they know that you know we've talked about that at length Mm -hmm. and i do have those moments of like wow my mother could have had a very different life if she hadn't chosen the life as cool as they are Mm -hmm. yeah i mean as not mine i I, (laughs) not mine i'm not talking about my mom my mom chose the super spiritual obedient people pleaser route but (laughs) your mom yeah i mean she she definitely won the lottery in her uh children hello (laughs) but um yeah i mean i think if you do say so yourself well, and everyone else. Let's, let's <laughs> no, everyone thinks I'm garbage. Um, Not me. Not <laughs> me. No. Yeah, I mean, there were moments. You know, every family has hard times, and mine, because I'm so close to my family, are very hard for me emotionally. And there were moments in my childhood, and even today, where I thought to myself, if my mother never chose the route that she chose, I would not exist. And I love her so deeply. And I want her happiness so much that I would be happy not existing. Yeah. If it would make my mother happier. Yep. I I remember when I was about 13 years old, I found my mother's passport from, um, and it still had her maiden name on it from when she, before we became citizens, when she used it to emigrate to Trinidad to marry my dad. And I remember looking at her picture and looking at her name without the Maharaj at the end of it and just crying for what could have been for her. Mm -hmm. She was 19 when she married my dad. No, she was 18 when she married my dad. And my grandfather gave her, when my grandfather died, I found out that the options he gave all of his daughters were college or marriage. And they all fucking chose marriage, you know? And, well, it's a developing nation. That's the only chance you have, you know? And I remember thinking that exact same thing at the age of 13. Like, if my mother had chosen not to have me, I'd be happy. Andrew, it is your turn to talk to us about whether I would get married or not. Yeah. And under what conditions. So I think I am, I am actually a hopeless romantic, so I do believe in the institution of marriage. I am also very cynical. It's very confusing. Um, So I do believe in the institution of marriage, and and ideally, yes, I would like to get married under the right circumstances. (laughs) What are those circumstances? I Meeting somebody that I love... (laughs) Okay. All right. That seems simple. <laughs> um, finding the right person, I guess, and I, I haven't. What's what? What's, what's yeah, your, what is the right person? Though? Yeah. What are those qualities? We are grilling her so hard. So hard. <laughs> We're like, we don't believe in love. I'm sorry, but I'm an attorney. I'm gonna blame what it on that. What do you that. want, rom com, Anju? I just want to be. Do you want the comedy too? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm I sorry. don't care. Yeah, I guess the comedy would be nice. Sorry. I don't know. 
somebody who would be an equal partner. I have a fear of a bad marriage, so I would rather be alone. I don't need to be in a relationship. I am totally fine being by myself. Me too, I just need dick. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, I would rather be alone than be in a bad relationship. But if I found somebody that I felt, and I felt like it was a good relationship, then yeah, I would certainly be fine with getting married. Can I ask you to elaborate on that? Like, what is a good relationship? Like, is it... Cause Please tell me, God. No, because sometimes <laughs> when I get up in my fields... It's not like, like I found it, guys. No, listen, because sometimes when I get up in my fields, it's like a good relationship is like a motherfucker that will take me to the farmer's market on the weekends and brunch every Sunday. Like, that's a good relationship to me. You know? uh, I just... I don't know that I... I don't think I care about specifics like that, but it's just about equal partnership. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I am very independent. I am... Stubborn, I think some people would say. I would say empowered. I would say stubborn. <laughs> Individual. <laughs> so yeah, I I definitely would have to be an equal partnership and somebody who is willing to like let me be me. I, I'm not willing to sacrifice who I am to make a marriage work. So that's. that's but the first the main thing, thing that everyone tells you about marriage is that it's you about have sacrifice. To. What? No. Equal sacrifice I'm okay with. Like, a compromise is an equal sacrifice. Mm-hmm. The problem is that too often it is the woman who has to sacrifice her needs and her identity in order to make a marriage work, while the man just is who he is. I can't tell you the number of times I've heard my mother say, like, this is not who I am. I feel like the erasure of identity is the thing that I fear the most, of, like, you know, sacrificing and sacrificing and sacrificing until, like, you no longer recognize yourself. Like, I look at pictures of my mother from you know the 70s when she was like a fucking flower child in the mountains in india who is that free spirit compared to the person that you know i a missus and a mom yeah absolutely i still recognize that part of her but it's so hidden under other layers i want to bring up the fact that at least in indian culture or at least in caribbean indian culture there's not that expectation of being defined only by that. What? I'm going to compare it to Korean culture. I'm very invested in it because I'm addicted to Korean dramas. Where <laughs> as a woman in a Korean drama, and because culturally you're not identified by your name. Your name could be like, you know, Heywan, Heysun, whatever, but they'll call you whatever your first child's name is. Like, you know, um, let's, for argument's sake, is Brian. Brian's mom. Like, that's how you were dressed in Korean. Like, you know, like, Heywan's Oma. You know, mm-hmm. like, or Oma, sorry, Oma. Heywan's Oma. Like, that's how you're called, and you're supposed to answer to that. But in, in English, it's like, Brian's mom. Would you? Would your mom be Anju's mom? Like, that's a complete erasure built into the language of a culture, you know? And mm-hmm. at least we don't have that in India, but the expectation is still there. Not to turn a woman's struggle into a man's struggle, but there is that other side of the coin. And then there's yet to be determined for gender non-conforming. But I think that when you're in a marriage and the woman is the successful one and the woman is the breadwinner, I think that there is that pull for the man where he's supposed to be that breadwinner and at the same time he doesn't... Like I have two feminist friends who... You got um, only two? <laughs> I'm like, I'm li- you're literally bracing like, up on my I shoulder feel right like, now. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it sometimes. Anyway, I do have these two friends, and, you know, the male is just as successful as the female. However, she's the breadwinner. She's the boss. She's the boss bitch. She's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and part of it's a struggle for him. It was a struggle for him 
to and it's not that he's not the boss you know I'm just saying she is fucking killer at what she does and it was an adjustment for him to have to sit with the sacrifice of her being the boss you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and it, it pulled against his gender norm Mm-hmm. That's uh, why woke is my number one criteria. Woke is the, and it's not that he isn't. It's just that there's that pull. There's that pull. It's it's something that's sewn into us, just as much as it is sewn into us to criticize our appearance for women. It is also sewn into men to be to the put work women. first. To that be the they're supposed to be the ones who support the yeah. family. So I think it's on both sides. That's true, and that's what patriarchy is all about Yay. <laughs> fucking patriarchy screwing That's us all the, over the wikipedia definition of patriarchy <laughs> boom all right you answer the question right did you I don't have <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know that i have a good answer for that question i could see myself in a i would maybe get married if the conditions were right and it was it was so important to my parents that they couldn't understand by not getting married what then, are the right conditions <laughs> to be continued. It's a time of war. And, 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that's the thing is my parents now are trying to arrange a marriage for me or like they would like to arrange a marriage for me. And I feel like that's, I love them so much and I want them to be happy and I'm willing to let them do that on the, with the caveat that this person has to be right for me. But I think they're not going to find that and they don't, I don't think they know that they're not going to find that because to be right for me, I think... I have different ideas about monogamy than most people do, and certainly most Indian men or anyone that would sign up to have an arranged marriage would. So I don't think that's going to pan out for them. That's funny because when I was in my 20s and my parents were talking about doing that for me, and I was like, nobody's going to want me. Like, nobody who's looking for an arranged marriage, I am not... Right, yeah. I am not what they're looking for. Like, I'm... I feel that all the time. Like, why... Like, yeah, go ahead. Go I right mean, ahead. sure, but... Yeah, but you're, you're not gonna... If I'm in an arranged marriage situation where I'm meeting somebody, somebody lied to somebody else to get... No, literally the only person who would bite is somebody who is from India and wants a green card. Like, yeah. that's the only reason, and that is not a good enough reason. But I'm not right. putting bait out for them. No. Exactly. So. I think my parents gave up on the whole arranged marriage. I don't even know... I can't even remember us having this conversation... Or for them to have me get married because I went down such a weird oddball path already. (laughs) I think maybe either they thought I was lost, like a lost cause, Mm. or they knew I would never be attracted to anybody they think is right for me. Interesting. So um, when I was at that age, my dad, I remember distinctly telling me, if you want us to find somebody for you, you have to tell us before you're 26. The reason he said this, wait, and, and the funny thing is, I was like, I'm going to left to raisins after that. <laughs> no, the funny part about this is, it was like, it was like six months before my 26th birthday, and I'm like, well, too late. But I more, wanted a car when I was 16, where that at? <laughs> more importantly, the reason he said this was that I had older cousins who were unmarried, yeah. and he felt that they waited until it was harder. To, to, to try the more traditional marriage system. So it was oh, God. Like, you Does want... your dad think that I've waited too long? No. But his, his thing was just that you can't decide when you're in your 30s you want to do the, the traditional arranged marriage because your traditional arranged marriage is not set up mm. for that. No. You have to do yeah. it earlier. So he's like, if you want to do it, we need to do it now. If you don't, 
then you're on your own. That's fine. <laughs> then you will be getting, you know, the, like the reject pile of men if exactly. you wait after 26. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I do distinctly remember him telling me that, no, and I was no, like no, a no. few months away from my 26th birthday and just being like, well, I guess I've expired. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> my, my milk curdled. <laughs> my mom told me that she has money saved up for a wedding. Aww. And that was... A decade ago plus. Did, so, did you say, can I have that money to buy a first house? First of all, yeah, I was kind of like, I need a new trumpet. And, <laughs> or she would say things like, hey, let's get a house. I'm like, let's use the marriage money for that. But they're so hell-bent on me getting married. That's like the Texas legislature and that rainy day fund that you never get to actually Yeah, la- lady, lady, you are paying taxes on that shit. <laughs> I could have bought an instrument by now or bought a car. You know what I mean? Spoiler alert for the Rebecca Traster book, the song that only one at this table who finished it. Um <laughs> There's an anecdote she tells about one of the stu- case studies she did about a woman who was, uh, she was, I believe, Jewish, and in that tradition they say what's called a nipple. And, I didn't hear the story. Yeah, I did I, read that I got part. that far. Yeah, we got that far. <laughs> it's like chapter four, y'all. <laughs> it, it was, was later five. than that. It was, later, it was more like chapter five. Okay, fine, fine. Out of 11. Um, so, so, it was 10. <laughs> okay, okay. So, halfway through the book, there's a story about um, a woman who talks about she wouldn't not have been able to afford her single woman lifestyle if her mother hadn't died with that nipple for her. She bought we call a car. it the fuck she, you fund. Yes, and she she it allowed her independence, and I feel like you know that's like one step behind where, where what you're saying, Miranda. Like your parents have this yeah. fund that they won't let you be a woman. Yeah, basic. <laughs> by the way, uh, nipple is Yiddish, not a metaphor. <laughs> the nipple. Yep. Right. So, although it kind of works as a metaphor. Life juice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Marriage, man. I can't imagine getting married. And I think we're going to go more in depth on that. So, we might as well start on the game. What are you talking about? All right. So, we have a game to play. And I don't know. I hope you guys listening have heard of Fuck, Mary Kill. Where... Where you choose between three people, one you would fuck, one you would marry, one you would kill. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yes. However, our jilted Indian twist on it has been changed. Because we're Indian. Because we are Indian and also jilted, and I kind of don't want to kill people unless I have to. And our moms sometimes listen. Yes. Yes. And so we... (laughs) My mom (laughs) listens. Anju's mom listens. I don't think my mom knows I do this. I don't Um, care if my mom listens either way. So instead of fuck, marry, kill, we have changed it to love, marriage, side, piece, arranged marriage, where the equivalent to love is love, marriage, fuck is side, piece, and arranged marriage is death. And I'm the same way. Okay. And to Priya... Uh, I would say love is probably side, piece, and... Fuck is probably uh, both love, marriage, and arranged marriage. I don't see much. <laughs> There's no kill. Yeah. Which is kill. There's no kill. There's yeah, no there's kill. No kill. Okay. It depends on the person. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Let's see where I get in 20 years in either of these marriages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, also, for the listeners, Priya is eight years younger than the rest of us at this table. But beyond her years. Beyond her years, but at the same time, she still has that youthful um, positivism that has been killed out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and my old ass and graying honeybush. Go ahead, Anju. <laughs> uh, for me, love is obviously love marriage, but I would definitely choose fuck for arranged marriage marriage and then kill for for side piece because that's the person i have to spend the least amount of time with <laughs> i mean if we're defining arranged marriage as regular booty call 
then yeah. Okay, yeah, that could be fucked. I see your point, but I'm going to stick Let's agree to disagree here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I, I think we right. already agree. <laughs> okay, okay. So however you choose to answer, whichever your categories are, just name them. Um, and I'm going to give you three names, and you categorize them in, in each of the categories, okay? So, Let's get ready to rumble! To, and tumble! Um, okay. <laughs> so round one. Ding-ding. Asif Manvi of The Daily Show. Fame. Manish Dayal, also of... No, he's an actor. He was in A, a Hundred Foot Journey with Helen Mirren and the late, great Om Puri. And Lily Singh, a.k.a. Superwoman and YouTube star. Uh, this is a hard. Okay, I tell got, me one I more time. This. I okay. got this. Go okay. Love marriage is Manish Dayal. Okay. Arranged marriage is Lily Singh, because she's great. Mm-hmm. And then um, side piece would be SF. Okay. <laughs> okay, I have to go love marriage Lily Singh. Okay. Because she's fucking killer. I love her. She's great. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say side piece. Tell me, tell me the other two. Manish Dayal and mm-hmm. Asif Manvi. I'm Googling I, people. I would do. I, have to, I, I love Asif Manvi simply from the Iraq skit in The Daily oh, Show. He's, where Indi- he, he's part of the Indian Illuminati. I love him. Okay. I love him. He talks about like, all we need to do is drop glasses from a helicopter <laughs> and there was they would pan to this picture of like u.s military men in glasses and they're like well what if like they don't care about guys in glasses like it's all good and then they would helicopter down kittens so they showed a picture of like a u.s military in, in glasses holding, holding a kitten. kitten like well what if they don't have the like what if they don't have like the sentiment toward kittens that Americans do? Ossie Bonnie goes, it's okay, John, we've got this. And it shows a picture of like a military man holding a kitten and the kitten has nerd glasses on it. <laughs> and I was just like, it's you're funny. You're my side piece. I will admit he's so much better. I think he's, I think the daily show is like the perfect thing for him. Perfect yeah. For him. I think he would be my but, side piece. And then the other guy for my, so I think arranged. Lily Singh for side piece because then you're a person that I respect, that I can have a deep loving... And hear from all the time. Yeah. yeah. Deep loving relationship with, and then we will go about our separate ways and live our lives and get to be reunited at various points in our life. And I think that's amazing. Um, I would say arrange marriage for Manish Dayal because he looks like you're very beautiful and very bland. <laughs> and, and I can work with that. Same. But, like, there's no, you know, any passion or anything. Also, Manish Dayal, I love you. And if you ever leave your brown lady wife, please call me. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but then and I'll see yeah. yeah, because I think I can, I, I think anyone who's funny has a level of intelligence that I can respect. Yes. And so there's going to be some good banter in that yeah, 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 yeah. So you <laughs> could just make me laugh during the sex. Which I think is Don't make me laugh during sex. Oh, that's no, no, I think it's pretty good. Oh, 100%. Make me yeah. laugh during the sex. Make me laugh after the sex. <laughs> Someone once said to me, uh, they're taking the hobbits to Isengard. And I lost it. Like, it was the best day of my life. <laughs> if you know anything about me, I fucking love Lord of the Rings. And it was just like the perfect moment. It's like the essential of a nerd orgasm just happened at this table. Um, okay. We, hey, we have cackle meter. I think, right, we have, yes. I think that we laughed enough to not go distortion. Right. Okay. So for me, love marriage would be Lily Singh because my grandmother's name is Lily and I cannot imagine shouting, oh, Lily. And oh, she's Lily. awesome. Right. Yeah. 
And like you were saying, like that, I feel like that would be a great partnership. And fun, you know, like she's funny, I'm funny. That'd be great. Um, Only no, one of you can be funny. It's me, then. And then we'd so. be friends. <laughs> and then we'd be friends with all of her famous friends. Right. That's yeah. Just yeah. Like how although, although, but not non-funny story about Lily Singh. She was just denied a visa she was promised because of America's ban on. Shut. Up. No. She was supposed to get a one-year visa to come to America for work, and without explanation, it was shortened to, like, two months. So um, there's actually a Twitter conversation between her and the Toronto consulate on Twitter that's very public. You can see. Yay, America. Also, <laughs> <laughs> P.S. Die in a fire, all of you responsible. Yes, please, please die. Um. <laughs> As the youngest one here, maybe don't die, but like change the way that you approach strangeness. Or yes, die. your what? bigotry should uh, die. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Should die. This is why this belongs to the youth of America. Like, uh, like we're too jaded to like think positively. We just feel like jaded. the population needs to be killed. <laughs> yeah, off. she still believes in romantic comedies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My my fuck would be um, Manish Dayal because he looks like he can put it down, um, and my arranged marriage would be Asif Manvi because I feel like while we would be a power couple, it would be just about being a power couple. Hmm. All right, hmm. round two, round two, ding ding ding, ding ding ding. Also, Daily Show, uh, Hassan. Oh, my God. Hassan Minaj. Hassan Minaj. He prefers to go by Hassan. I heard this on a podcast from his own mouth. <laughs> Aziz Ansari is our number two. That's awful to put them together. And Priyanka mm-hmm. Chopra is our number three. Ugh. Wait, who's this? <laughs> Sorry, Aziz. I just have a bad reaction to anyone named Priyanka, and you know this. <laughs> Hassan. Okay. Priya is Aziz very, and Priyanka. Priya is very possessive of any name that starts with Priya. Priya. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I get you. As a fellow P person. Okay. I'm like, this yeah. is a when horrible was, combination of people. Huh? Priyanka Chopra. It's no. uh, Hassan, Aziz, and Priyanka. I think this is a horrible combination of people because you put Hassan and Aziz in the same category, and that's just really unfair. No, it's really it's fair. So like, it's an easy choice. Um, okay. <laughs> I would be married to Aziz because he's. Wo- I don't know. This is impossible. Which marriage? Uh, Arranged or, 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 or love? love. This is why this is very unfair for you to do this. All right. Why because do you I think? love both him and Hassan. I love them both. Love marriage, Hassan. Because he tore a new asshole to Congress. If, I don't know if you've seen the board. We're going to put the link on our, on our show White, notes. White House correspondence? Yeah. Uh, not he, the correspondence. No, it wasn't the correspondence. It was... The congressional correspondence, not the White and, House. And no. it was... Yeah. Awesome, and any Indian dude who tears a Congress a new asshole is like automatic love for me. So I'm gonna say he's my love marriage. If you knew the behind the scenes story about how he decided to tear like an asshole into Congress, you need to listen to a different podcast. I'll link to that. But he that was not the plan going in. That plan was hatched the day of that dinner. Damn, awesome. Damn, that's even more impressive. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I do like Aziz a lot. But I'm going to put Aziz as my arranged marriage. Priyanka is going to be my side piece. Because she's probably really fucking fun. Okay. <laughs> Anju. Uh, I go with Hassan as my love marriage. Love! Yeah. Thank because you. he's amazing. I love him, yeah. Priyanka's arranged marriage because I think she's great, mm-hmm. but I would she would definitely be the leader and I would be like the, the one in the shadow, which I can live with. I'm fine with that. <laughs> and then... Um, 
What's his name? Aziz. 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 Yeah, Aziz. What's his name? How dare you? <laughs> He's so funny. Sorry, Aziz would be my side piece. So I would say that Hassan is the arranged marriage because I would hope that we wouldn't really... We wouldn't know what we were getting into when we got together, but we would grow together and become something beautiful. Mm. Um, which is, you know, if I were to have an arranged marriage, that's what I would hope for. Jesus God. Um, <laughs> Priyanka, I have feelings about her name, so I don't know how... You could call her Choke. What if you could Let's call, call her Choke? No, because I always wanted a cute nickname. You would be Pri and Priyanka. Pri Pri! Uh, no, 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 no. Yanka! <laughs> That's too close to Yonce, and then she gets to be, like, compared to Beyonce, and I don't. Girl, I got that booty, you don't, so... Mm-hmm. Then you Nikki. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't. <sighs> okay, Aziz, I guess is the love marriage because I feel like we're Damn, gonna fall out I, of I, it. Uh, we're gonna be like twenty years on. Like, God, what the fuck was I doing in my twenties that I married you? And then, so kind of the only thing we've agreed on is we would all marry for love, Hassan Minaj. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would arrange marry him yeah, with because, the hope that it would become a very deep and loving. Yes. Yeah, yes. Well, our definitions of what love, exactly. love would be. Yes. yes. Round three. Round, round three, three and our final round, and we'll close it out. Harry Kondabolu, Dave Patel, and Mindy Kaling. We didn't get this down because we had technical difficulties, but for a while, Dave Patel was dead. Yes, he is still dead to me. Um, <laughs> if you don't remember. Pooja's um, catchphrase. catchphrase was going to be Dev Patel can get it anytime. Not was going to be, it was for it an was. episode and a half, and then and then we found out that he was dating a white girl, and I was done with him. Um, <laughs> so uh, okay, so my love marriage would be Harry Kondabolu because I love his brain. I literally woke his number one, and he is so fucking awake. I'm not sure if he sleeps. So. Um, <laughs> But he looks like a really good friend of mine. They physically resemble. And my friend is like my brother. And to me, that's incestuous. But love marriage, Harry Kondabolu. Um, my side piece would be Dave Patel. Because, like, all you good for now is fucking. Um, <laughs> and my my arranged marriage would be Mindy. I am Brown Oprah and you are Mindy Kaling. And we are good. That, that we look good on paper. Mindy Kaling would have to be my kill. <laughs> I'm sorry. Arranged marriage. Yeah. I mean, arranged marriage. You I, had. I said that. Too. Okay. Can I? Okay. I don't even know who who is Harry Kondo. He's a stand-up comedian. Probably Most... side piece him just to find out who he is. No, yeah. I'm missing out. Love, <laughs> love marriage, Dave Patel, because I when you sent that article on you about how he denied his Indianness, that part of him, until later years. And that he had that burst of authenticity come like explode into his life. I just feel like we would have shared experiences. Mm-hmm. And bonus, we'd probably be doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> love marriage. I love Mindy Kaling and at the same time I don't know what the forces are that she is like against. Right. So I'm gonna go at this from a position of love. She would still be on my arranged marriage. <laughs> love marriage Epitel. 
Arranged marriage, I'm gonna go with Hari. He is woke. I think we would get along well, even I though I, I can't no, You haven't heard Hari Kondabolu? I haven't heard anything. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, being, and then I'm not gonna be a poser. I'm not gonna lie. Up alone is like making I'm a shitty <laughs> Indian, people. I thought we established And this. then side piece is Mindy. That's what I thought. Well, in that closing, this is Pooja, Miranda, Anju, Priya. And we thank you for listening. See you next time.